0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly.
1: Baseball Mainly.
2: Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Hey, welcome to Baseball Mainly. We're back again. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we'd be back again? Uh, got some great guests in the uh, studio today, but before we get to that, I want to talk to you, uh, our viewers, about uh our latest uh advertiser century mortgage lending and i want to get that out of the way at the beginning of the show because i want to make sure as many people as possible hear about this rates are low it's time to refinance your house if if you are above yeah probably four and a quarter four and a half you need to talk about it you need to talk with somebody and i can't recommend anyone more than century mortgage lending they're at two four eight 258 4977, as Buzz would say. Century Mortgage Lending, that's centurymi.com. 248 258 4977, NMLS number 134525. Well, with us in the studio today, as usual, is Ethan, the Statman Pearlman. How are you, Ethan?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm looking at Corey's chair and noticing we have uh, somebody yeah. else sitting in there today.
2: <laughs> well, Corey, Corey is uh, off on a field trip today. So we asked... Who, who gave him authorization
1: to go on a field trip? You didn't do it? No. I didn't do it. Mm.
2: He's absent without leave. <laughs> well, with us today in the studio, we have uh, uh, Ed Pivos msbl player uh what else do you what else
3: do i do i play baseball i coach baseball so i coach uh, the assistant high school coach at ferndale i help out in the uh, commerce cannons travel youth organization as well i play in the msbls as you said as well so a lot of i live and breathe baseball i watch every tigers game regardless of what's going on right now with the rebuild. But yeah, um, so, there you go.
2: Well, you know, there's hope for the future. There's some price spots.
3: Yeah, I do, I pay a lot of attention to the, uh, the farm system as well. You have to, that's where it's exciting right now, so.
2: Well, we have someone else here at NRM Streamcast uh, is a uh, famous radio personality. Uh, somebody that I feel like I've gotten to be friends with over the last few weeks and really happy to have you here has a new show coming uh, on uh, on the platform here in a few weeks and we'll be doing live streamcasts uh, on some Sundays here in front of Lions games. Yes sir. And that's Tom Mazoy. Welcome Tom. Hey, thanks Jess. Thanks Ethan.
4: And, Ed, yeah. To have we're you.
1: glad to have you on. Hey, t- it's
4: my pleasure talking baseball, man. Anytime.
1: And what's your, what's your show going to be called?
4: Well, we're going to start off with uh online game days. So we're going to start off with Lions Wrap. And uh, we're going to do that live from Bachelor One in Kego Harbor. They call it B-1s now, B-1s Tavern. And uh, we're going to be there for the pregame. So we'll start, if the game is at 1 o'clock, we'll start at 11 a.m. And then uh, we're going to do a show this weekend. And it's kind of like a tester show, but we want you to come on out there if you can. Support the show, support the uh, restaurant. Rick Barish is nice enough to have us out there. I know right where that is. That's yeah. on
2: Cass Lake Road. It just, is. Uh, just I guess it's going north off of Orchard Lake Yeah, Road. there's okay. a lot of
4: restaurants in that area and bars. It's, it's a really great area. And now it's fall today. First day of fall, and it feels like it. And they have a great outdoor patio as well. So we're looking to take the place over. They have a great brunch. If you're a Bloody Mary fan... That is what I'm told. That is the place to be. You make your own Bloody Mary and go up and put all kinds of garnishes on it. And our buddy uh, Paul Benzman from NRM here swears by it, and he's the Bloody Mary king. But as far as our show goes, (laughs) we're going to talk Lions. We're going to get out there. Ethan and I are going to get out there to practices at Allen Park. We're going to have interviews for you. We're going to have a good buddy of mine. I'm hoping that he'll join the show. That's Mark Spindler. The spin dog oh, yeah. number 92, mm-hmm. and then he came back as number 93 in his second stint. He was with the Jets' of course as well out of Scranton, PA. He was the number one guy back, I forgot how late it was, maybe like in the uh, late 80s out of Pittsburgh. And now his little boy, who was a little boy just a few years ago, is the number one recruit in one of the number one recruits here in the area and his name not, is Ro- his name is Rocco I bet he's not little anymore. <laughs> he's not either. little he is like 64 290 and he's still growing he's a junior uh, yeah. for the Clarkston Wolves oh, so nice. we're yeah. hoping Mark's gonna join in on the show We're yep. gonna go live out to Ford Field or if they're playing out at uh, you know Lambeau Field in a couple of weeks for Monday Night Football.
3: We'll head out there and Are you starting at do the six interviews for that game. For that game, we'll be go. always
4: yeah. two hours before kickoff. Okay. So well, you have plenty of time well, to come and enjoy the uh, the fair. If you can so, get
3: Kelvin uh, Pritchett and Robert Porsche to join, that'll be nice. You got the whole line there. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? I thought of those <laughs> yeah, guys too.
2: It's Dan I oh, love Dan <laughs> I loved him. Scott Conover, bring them all in. <laughs> Well, you know, it might be a great season. They're undefeated already. I know. They Thank are you. the luckiest undefeated <laughs> team in the NFL, but we'll take it because usually
3: it would be the other way around.
2: Yeah, real Yeah, agreeable. usually usually yeah. they play well and it and something quirky happens yeah. where they lose.
3: Well, just see what happened to Philly. They found a way to lose. They this did. Week. They dropped two touchdown passes. Easily. Usually The weird things happen to us, and holy cow. And I was just sitting
4: there waiting for it to happen. That's the sad part about a Lions fan. I was happy. I was like, wow, they're playing so good. And at the end, you saw they were gassed. The defense was gassed. It's hot.
3: It's hot. It's hot. They're playing on the
4: road, you know, and they're on the field a lot more than they should have been. Mm -hmm. And they just can't get off the field on third down. Anyway, Philly (laughs) drops a sure touchdown, and we win. That's.
2: We'll take yeah. it. Well, I just remember we'll uh, the days of Gary Danielson. I just knew they were they were going to win the championship. <laughs> Danielson got hurt in the preseason, and my hopes went down the drain. Well, you had Eric Hipple and a couple others. Well, but yeah. I'm not talking, I wasn't basing it all on a quarterback. Yeah. You know, I was just a, a diehard Lions fan. Yeah. So, uh, Barry Sanders came along. They, I, he was going to break the record. I said to my wife, "Let's get season tickets. I don't care where they are. I want to see Barry break the record." Here's lion's luck. The day the tickets were in the mail, in my mailbox, <laughs> oh, no. as I'm pulling them out of the mailbox, <laughs> I can hear on the radio in the car, Barry gets hurt. Barry has retired. Oh, that! Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I was on you, WJR. I thought you were going to talk
3: about the 2,000-yard game where he broke that record. Yes. I was at that game. Against the Jets. Yeah. That They're, was the Reggie Brown game. That was game, the Reggie remember? Brown game. They were, Reggie Brown you
4: know, was almost they paralyzed. paralyzed. Yeah. They took yeah. him off the field. It was the quietest you ever heard the Silverdome. You could have heard a pin drop, and then an hour and a half later, it was the loudest you ever heard when they, they beat the Jets and, and got in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I that's think right. They,
3: that game had not only the 2,000-yard game, but winner made the playoffs. Yep. So loser, loser did losers not. Loser's out. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: it is the last week of the uh, last official week of the season before we get in the postseason for baseball. Oh yeah, I'm and still
4: following it all the way. I watch every Tigers game. Here's God some, bless you, man. <laughs> I do.
2: You know, we're talking about Lions history. Here's some things that happened in baseball history. This is a standard on the show. I right know. Is. And uh, great, so, tell us what happened.
1: Standard. Uh, and we start with two thousand two. So 16, 17 years ago now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the Astros have their first ever rain delay at home since July fifteenth, nineteen seventy six. So this was in their newest ballpark. Um, it made so fields. to save yep. time, officials decided to cover the field with a tarp rather than the rather than closing the retractable roof during this nineteen minute rain delay. <laughs> I think they made the right call. At a lot of these places, it takes a lot longer to close those sure. roofs, so. Uh, Instead of closing the roof, just lay out the tarp and uh, hope and pray that the rain comes and goes, and you don't need to close the roof for the rest of the game.
4: Surprised they had a tarp for an indoor stadium. Yeah. That yeah, they is say. a
1: good point, but yeah. I mean, at a lot well, of these places now, you the got the you got the retractable. So, have you ever tried to put on? A, we have a tarp,
3: by the way, yes. on our high school field there at Ferndale, where I coach. We have a, it's a real,
1: you know, a tarp. Yeah, yeah.
3: it takes everybody and yeah. it is so hard to take you on and get off. it takes over by that forever yeah. is so, <laughs> so heavy oh my gosh anyway.
1: I, I love to point out this because <laughs> at bGsu anytime there was a rain whether it was on a game day or we knew a giant storm was coming we would have we would say to everybody Okay, six o'clock tonight. Everybody has to be at the field. We're putting the tarp on in yep. case it just monsoon. <laughs> yep. And worst uh, there, email, worst call ever is d- to get that call. <laughs> the the worst one was we were coming back. So in college baseball, you start your season in February. So we're coming back up from our spring trip, and we hear a snowstorm. Oh God! So we get off the bus, <laughs> have to roll that tarp out in like thirty degree weather, put the tarp on, and before you know it yeah it was like a blizzard in the middle of ohio and yeah, yeah. well of course it's always great yeah, it's had, ohio
4: and michigan it's snowing
1: yeah i
2: once had experience putting a tarp on i was at a, a i was at tiger fantasy camp jerry lewis who's been mm-hmm. on our show and it was a friday night game yeah. and the tigers uh had probably five guys from their actual grounds crew there in case there was anything that needed to be taken care of well this storm rolled in and we put the tarp on the field all these guys they showed us what to do we thought man we we got this down yeah. they, they may want to hire us we're really good so the rain passes over you know we wait a few minutes and they say okay the radar says it's out of the area we can put the, pull the tarp off well this motley group of guys pulling the tarp <laughs> off we get it off we get it rolled up and we realize we left a lake at shortstop <laughs> Ooh. And Jerry was just beside himself. That was the end of baseball <laughs> that night. He just knew he was gonna get fired uh, because you know that's like how'd that happen? Uh, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's how it you those happened. tarps
3: are not yeah. easy. It's, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Look how many guys yeah. it takes to roll them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and probably the five guys from their ground crew were not their A team. You know. Uh, you know. Anyway, well, that, what, that, what that's, else that's why
1: they're down in Florida, not uh, up in yeah. Detroit. You know, <laughs> maybe they don't get as much rain. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, now, this, so, was, this was
2: at Comerica. Oh,
1: district. this was at Comerica. Yeah, this wasn't okay. Camp. Camp. This wasn't yeah. fantasy camping.
2: No, it wasn't in Florida. Florida. Okay. Now Florida, they don't need a tarp down there. Yeah, I actually did a for? fantasy
4: camp one year with Jerry Lewis and the guys, and Spindler. You got to see Spindler in a uh, tiger uniform. But we got him in one. How about that? They had his size? (laughs) They did. Oh, wow. It was fun.
2: What else happened in 2002?
1: So in 2002, the Giambi brothers, Jason and Jeremy, uh, passed the DiMaggio siblings for the highest single-season home run total with 60. Uh, The DiMaggio's Joe one year had—1937 had 46, while Vince had 13, which was 59 total. Well, thanks to Jason's two-home run day— Against the Devil Rays, uh, Jason Giambi hit his 40th, and Jeremy had 20 at that point. So the Giambi brothers hold the uh, record for most home runs in a single season by siblings.
2: Wow. Nice. I hope
1: that comes up at trivia tonight. That's what that's, did the Aaron uh, brothers I finish?
4: That. I don't know the answer to this. But Tommy know.
2: Aaron and Hank Aaron? I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. Google.
2: Yeah, we'll have yeah, to look yeah, we'll that have to up. Look that one up, Jason. Uh, Jason Giambi in that Yankees uniform. Oh my goodness, he did not look good. Didn't look like he'd been. Uh Working out much,
1: and if he so was, it wasn't at the midsection. I have a great story about Jason Giambi, but it ties more in with what our next this day in okay. history is. Let's hear it. <laughs> so first, we're going to see what this day in history was, and that is in 2006, the Tigers clinched their first playoff spot since 1987 with an 11 to 4 victory over the Royals at Kauffman Stadium, ending the 19 year drought. Look great at punch great. So picture of This was, you know, from when the Tigers. Are going to the World Series. This isn't from uh, that this game. Yeah. I couldn't find a good picture <laughs> from this physical game. But if this but, is from the game where
2: they beat the Yankees.
1: I was there with Joe. No, was... this
2: was against
1: the A's. ALCs. Okay.
2: That has to be Maglio's
3: home, right? yeah. home run. So I was at that game and let me tell you, <laughs> I was in the upper level by the foul pole and the ball flew by me and that's the I was hugging strangers next to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, the level of excitement was unmatched. Yeah. I mean, hugging people I'd, I never knew, and the stands were shaking because everybody mm-hmm. was literally going far more crazy than you could ever imagine. Boy,
4: that was I, yeah. I, even though they won the World Series in '68 and '84, that game has to rank up there as top three. Yeah, because well, it was so dramatic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it might even trump those World Series back then. Okay. To me, that was just an amazing... What a great team. And to think, if they only played a few days after that game, like oh, they should oh, have, yeah. they would have taken it off. They would have won the World Series. No question in my mind. That, that that week... How many... Were they off? Like, almost 10 days? Yeah,
1: yeah it was about
3: a, just over a week. The yeah. only person that could hit in the World Series, I believe, was Sean
1: Casey. Like, he was crushing yeah. everything. Yeah.
3: And
4: the mayor. nobody else could hit. Oh, no. And they couldn't field.
1: And that's, yeah. been, that's been, unfortunately, the... Both times the Tigers have recently been in the World Series, it was because they swept both matchups that they had yeah. week yep. layoffs. Yep. You know. Um, but my my story about Jason Giambi. So when the Yankees were in town to play the Tigers in the ALDS, my family and I we were uh, in downtown Birmingham, and a lot of the visiting teams stay at the hotel in downtown Birmingham. The towns, the, uh, Townsend. the Townsend. Yeah. yeah you get, so I'm uh, a yeah. we're walking out of the Townsend and. For those who don't know me, I can sometimes be very, very oblivious to what is happening around me. Not you. So <laughs> we're walking out of the towns, and I'm just walking behind this guy, not paying any attention. I take a step onto the Yankee bus. Giambi turns around, <laughs> says, Oh, sorry, I gotta go, man, but uh, I'll see you later at the game. I had no idea where I was at that point, Um, until I look out of the corner of my eyes and see my parents just kind of like, Wondering what I am doing, <laughs> and <laughs> didn't have a camera roll, uh, and so I, I take the step back, you know, and I go join my parents, and I'm like, "Well, there's a story for you." Like, nice well, and yeah. you're telling it years later. So yeah. There you go. Well, Jason Giambi
2: was a slugger, but not a great fielder. We no. had a slugger here that everybody says wasn't a great fielder. Who's having a great, great time in
1: Chicago. Castiano's not a fielder. Yeah. You you will not convince me of this. Uh, I'll tell he you, improved this year, though. He, he would play
2: first base every bit as good, if not better,
1: than Jason Giambi. Well, Giambi wasn't an athlete. all right. <laughs> he I'm was just, a he was a just, ball player. He wasn't just an athlete. saying.
4: I'm sad that the Cubs are kind of backing out of the playoffs because yeah. I wanted to yeah, see Castellanos. Yeah, I mean
1: they got to they
4: they're not out yet, but they've got a lot of work to do. Oh, they're yeah. f- they're what four games? They're back? On, they're on the respirator. Uh, but right as a now. Tiger
3: fan, doesn't it kind of make you? Not feel sick, just feel a little no, bit like when you I watch was, Castellanos do so well, well. I was happy for him. I'm brooding for him, but at the same time, it's like, gosh, you know,
1: I, I miss him know, in that, a Tiger
3: uniform even more now. And it's, that, that's
1: me with Verlander, but yeah, I, but too. the thing was, when the year before they traded Verlander, I was for trading Verlander. I was for trading Cabrera, because I want a proper rebuild done. Well, Kabers yeah. Can't trade. But off, if you're able, if you were able you to get those salaries <laughs> off the yeah. off our uh, lo- roster and open up more roster spots and open up more cash flow, I was all for it. So as much as I am a big um, Justin Verlander supporter, and I'm glad to see he's still doing so well down in Houston, I, I'm completely fine with that trade. I, you know, it would have been great for him to be a Tiger for life. But that wasn't the direction that the organization could afford to take. Yeah. He I got think win
4: number 20 the other night.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, my God. And it's actually, so that's
4: something we're going to talk he's about. He's six shy, six strikeouts to 3,000 3, again. I mean, yes. guy, he's won like 42 games for Houston since we traded him.
3: I, mean, I think we, with we, his we trade, haven't gotten it's, anything it's a little different with him and the Cassiano trade because with Verlander, again, his salary is so high, you had to trade him. And you did get a package of prospects for him. <laughs> Which isn't working out quite yet. Rogers, Jake Rogers, in the major leagues, and Daz Cameron didn't do very well last year, and Perez can't stay healthy. But you did get a package, and he was, mm-hmm. you know, his salary was ridiculous. Castellano's a little different. You really didn't get much in return, and he's doing so well right now.
2: Oh, well, by the way, the Cubbies are four games out yeah. of the wild card with six games to no, play. No I don't
3: think they're. I no don't no think they're making so the playoffs. Yeah. Mets too. Mets a, on yeah. the breather. Well, yeah, the Mets, they, you didn't expect it anyway. No, they played well so, this year. The yeah.
2: National League's pretty set. It, it looks like uh, it'll be Washington and Milwaukee. Yep, and uh, the Cardinals, L.A. and uh, who's in the
1: other league? Atlanta, St. Louis. Atlanta, thank Atlanta,
2: you.
4: Atlanta, St. Louis, Dodgers. Yeah, then Washington, right. Milwaukee, and in the A.L. you got the Yanks, Minnesota, Houston. Yeah,
2: the question: is—
4: half in, a in game between
2: Hall. Houston and the Yanks. Mm-hmm. And the question in the AL is Tampa and Cleveland. Who's know. going to get that Tampa. final wild spot? I don't spot? care that
1: Tampa's playing the Yankees. Toys. Or does Oakland fold? You're only—they've only got a—you uh, know—what is that—a two-game lead? Oakland's Oakland. on fire, though. Oh, Oakland, they Oakland's great state, all year. Oakland's yeah. taking that top spot, but I'm still taking uh, the Rays over Cleveland for that okay. second spot. Ray's I think the a,
4: Indians will reel them in. I, un- big... I
1: understand that the Rays have to play New York today and tomorrow. And then I forget. I think it's Toronto's their last three. But here's the difference. New York's got nothing to play for now. Well, yeah, they do. Home field. Home field advantage. They're a half game back of Houston. They they will play for that. The the only thing that is more, I think, in in the Rays' favor (laughs) is the Rays have a deep enough bullpen that... And you saw this last night with uh, big with, with Blake Snell being taken Boston. out an yeah. and hitting in two thirds in. I started on my knew,
4: fantasy team. I got a <laughs> that wasn't a good start for me.
1: Yeah, they they knew that they had to either make a decision: do they want to get him the innings, or do we pull him, let our bullpen do what they've done all season long, and guarantee that we're in this game and we keep you know these wins coming.
4: He's supposed to pitch again on Sunday.
1: Yep, and Cleveland, I don't have. A ton of faith in that bullpen. They've been shaky year this year. Um, Does Kluber where have Tampa a chance Bay? to come back yet? Kluber? Yeah. I mean, he, can they use him? I mean, he can come back. I don't know if he can technically play though in the postseason. Because I believe you have to be active on the roster might as be right. of August 31st. I don't know, man. Look that he, up, man. We will look that up later on in the show, All but we got to talk about the Tigers avoiding becoming the first team in the modern era to lose 60 home games. They did <laughs> so not do it. They did not do it. They avoided it. What are they going to wind up with? Let's go. Uh, let's go celebrate with well, the number 1
2: pick. They've lost uh, how many home games? 56, mm-hmm. and they don't play another four at home, so Yeah. They're they're okay.
3: Right. They're not going to get 60. They can get swept by Minnesota in the next three. They're okay. <laughs> now, the 0-3
4: team, how many did they win compared um, to this team?
1: Well, they I know the 0-3 team lost 119 games. Right. I don't so, know what the so home split was, though. So,
4: 109 sure. right now is the
1: Tigers' little... L- that's hey, what their record is. I think they can get 46, up to 117. Is yeah. that correct? They can get up to 117? Or 116. That's they about right. what, six games left? Five, uh, so,
3: 115. So, they were 43 and 119 in 2003. Okay.
1: So they beat that
4: or by three games already. If they lose every single yeah. one, but their run differentials minus three fourteen,
2: they're three hundred and fourteen runs to the bad. I wonder if that's yep. a record. It's got to be up there. Uh, you know the Mets. What was it, the Mets in sixty two? Lost one hundred and twenty games. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um, a lot going on this week in baseball. What about uh, what about the Royals' uh, manager retiring?
1: You know, he I think needs, he's been
2: a good manager. He has. He won a World Series.
1: He, yeah. he won the World Series. He's, you know, bro- he developed that that Royals team from being god awful to a contender for at least six years. And did it did running. it with
2: guys that came up through their system? Yeah. not a lot of uh, free agents. Yeah, that was I
4: mean, a fun team to watch.
1: That
2: team, oh, all yeah. to
4: beat my Mets.
1: You know, it's still they were fun to watch. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Ned Yost, a good manager. Um, and didn't he originally start in Milwaukee? Before he came over to Kansas City, oh, you're asking City? me questions. Yeah, I he don't did. Know. Yeah. Okay. I think
4: he was made fun. He was a, no, one of the be, most yeah. made
1: fun of managers yeah, okay.
4: ever before really winning that World Series. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, a lot depends on what you have to work with too. You know, the manager doesn't throw the ball. The manager doesn't hit the ball, and he doesn't play defense.
1: Well, that's all just... he can
2: do is put what he believes is the best lineup on the field. And sometimes maybe the GM gets in the way of that. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sometimes contracts get in the way mm-hmm. of that. Well,
4: look well, at the Mets. The Mets are having a pretty good year this year, but a lot of people are saying Mickey Calloway cost them a lot of games. And he came over from the Indians. He was the bench yeah. coach for Tito Francona. And the New York Papers want him out of there, but they're going to wind up giving him another year or two. And they think it's he's been the detriment to, to the Mets. I don't know if you guys have followed it as much as me, but... I uh, mean, it,
1: d- it doesn't help when... I mean, Syndergaard has not looked like Syndergaard this year. No. DeGrom, I don't know, is he 100% healthy? He hasn't seemed it to me. I mean, he's still dominant, but he doesn't seem 100% healthy to me. I think a full year of Stroman in the rotation will be great. And Wheeler. Um, Edwin Diaz needs to figure out yeah. what's I mean, going on with him. They
4: paid him a lot of money to come over from Seattle. He was and, the big closer in Seattle, and he has really... He's not been good in New York. He is, he's crapped the bed, to be honest. And who's
2: the who's the uh, the guy who was the free agent closer this year that didn't get picked up till the middle of uh, the— Kimbrough. Kimbrough. Yeah. Didn't Kimbrough. Kimbrough give up two home runs the other night on I mean, two he, consecutive pitches? He
1: hasn't been—I mean, his first few games when he uh, came up with Chicago this year, he was allowing runs. Then he kind of got back on to pace, and then he's recently not been— Lockdown. But Obviously, I mean, Look at the Cubs. But I mean, realistically, in his career, he has not been a accurate pitcher. He has not been the guy who comes in, throws nine strikes, and the ending's over. Right. He's a guy who will come in. He's a roller coaster like Todd go, Jones. He'll go two and two on you, maybe three <laughs> and two, and then the ball will be put in play. Different type it of pitcher than Todd like, Jones. But, you know, we, yeah.
2: Todd the, Jones was. Those of us <laughs> yeah. who remember Great guy, though. Carnival. Those of us who remember 84 got spoiled because that guy came in. Willie Hernandez oh, came in and it God. just shut up, shut the other team down. Yep. Since then we've had we've had closers who may come in and walk a guy, give up a hit. They've got a three run lead. They give up one or two, but they they bend but don't break. Yeah. But well, but we, we Guillermo mean... just just. He, he was lights out with him. Didn't that. he win Cy Young? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cy Young. Well, he often yeah. pitched more than one inning, too. And right? he so he did was, Goose Gossage yeah. back in the day with the yeah. Yankees, at yeah. least two, three, four innings. Yeah. He was Cy Young and MVP this, yeah. that year. A
4: lot and of it, people didn't agree with that. Am I
2: correct? Uh, hey, it's all baseball is always the game <laughs> yeah. of debate. Right? Well, a lot
3: of people didn't
1: agree with Verlander winning what both too. If you you know, right? Hey, so. He could win both this year with Trout going out, not realistically, but you well, know. Well, I think uh, DJ
4: LeMayu has a chance to win the MVP.
1: I actually there's a guy I, that played here, yeah, played in this Rice. area. Yeah, I actually think if it's not Mike Trout, the dark horse is really going to be Alex Bregman.
4: Yeah, Bregman
1: yeah. has quietly put together a very very strong year offensively and defensively.
4: It's a hell of a team over there.
1: It is. Well, and you're when talking you're, and about. You're the, hitting around. Yeah, we just talked
2: about the two best teams in baseball, I think Houston and yep. New York. And I the saw Dodgers. the Dodgers play a few weeks ago. I was out in California. And, uh, did you get a Dodgers hat? I did not. Dodgers and, dog? And I will not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. You know, there's just well,
4: something about... if they have about...
1: a Dodgers veggie dog, you would have gone. Well, oh, if they had veggie sick.
4: dogs. I'm all over no, that. No, it's a Dodgers dog, Jess. That's, that's what you go out there to Dodger Stadium for. That's heard, what they're known for, at least. In, in that's Cali- what I heard.
2: In California, if you can't find a veggie dog, there's something wrong with you,
1: <laughs> right? I mean, everybody out there is a vegan. A hot dog is what you eat at a baseball game, not a veggie dog. Well... If Some, you're vegan, what do you? that's what you have to eat. Uh, well, Burger King's well, got you covered now. We're just, we're just down, going, right? back yeah. to, we're going back to <laughs> episode one the when Burger, we talk please. about a veggie dog and it looks like the comic strips from a newspaper and it's deep fried. That's <laughs> what it looked like.
2: Well, both both New York and Houston have clinched. Yeah. Right? The Cardinals have clinched at least, oh. at worst, a, uh, wild, a wild, wild card. Wild yeah so uh it's it's getting down there We're we've almost figured out who's going to be in the playoffs and when I'm sure the the networks have figured out where they have to be and uh now we're getting down to some really exciting baseball I hope mm-hmm. you know now's now when the pitchers take over yep. right it isn't it isn't so much about the great hitting we've seen we've had more home runs this year than ever before <laughs> mm-hmm they, I, you you watch. There'll be there'll be pitchers that just shut good teams down because they're not going to pitch their number four, number five guy. They're going to pitch
1: one and two. Well, they 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 will pitch them. They'll just be pitching out of the bullpen. And the biggest thing though, um, is you look at who is going to be in the three man rotation for each team. I don't think there's a three man rotation that's going to beat Houston's three man rotation. Whether, well, on paper, for sure. Whether it's Verlander, Cole, Miley, or Verlander, Cole, uh, Granke. Well, not just on paper. I mean, Verlander is mean, proven. He's well, one of yeah. the best Verla- postseason he's a,
3: pitchers. He's a ever. No coming question.
1: into this postseason. He probably will be the best postseason pitcher that will be active. No, I don't oh, think yeah. there's any other. Well,
2: Max. Yeah. What about Max Scherzer? Scherzer? Well, I don't
1: I'll think he, has, over he doesn't Scherzer, have the proven track record in the postseason. There was a team that had both
3: at one point. I think.
1: God, please Pills? don't remind me. I don't
3: know how we lost that year. There's
2: another guy, one that's Cy Young, have. that plays, a couple guys that play for Boston that have had pretty. Uh, oh, wait, they played here too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, we have our, our caller, our weekly caller uh, calling in right now. So let's bring on Scott Green. Scott, you there?
2: I'm here. Hey, Scotty, how you doing? Uh, I'm just great. I hear you had a great time in Texas this week.
0: Um, I have to tell you, and I'm not just telling you this to tell you, but it was the greatest event we ever had in 17 years.
2: Wow. Tell me about it. Tell me a little bit about what was so great about it.
0: Well, number one, the rain didn't happen on Saturday. I went to bed Thursday night with an 80% chance of rain from 7 in the morning till 5 at night, and it just blew out, and the sun was out by the time the first game was over. And then uh, the Rangers... Uh, put out everything they said they were going to do. And it was just unbelievable. The clubhouse experience was the greatest ever. They were shining the guy's shoes during lunch. The team store brought down game-used jerseys and stuff. They were like little kids at Christmas. The food was what major... I mean, it was all... I upped it a little bit and went from the box lunch to the major league menu. And (laughs) you walked in and every monitor had welcome play at the plate. blah, 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 blah. The field was in immaculate condition. The competition was fabulous. It wasn't a blowout game out of uh, the eight of them. All games within two or three runs. Uh, guys got twenty-two to twenty-three at bats over the course of the weekend because I, you know, I gave them instructions. You know, no throwing a ball around after outs. Four pitches. Be ready. Blah 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 blah. So it was run meticulously, and uh, they appreciated that. And the uh, it was just it was just. Across the board, I mean, I kept saying oh we'll have to go. You go, in the club, you would go greeny. You go anywhere you want to. I said, the ice cream, go go for the ice cream, eat it all up, whatever you guys want, go get it. And then the spread for lunch every day was ridiculous. I mean, it was just fabulous. I mean, it was just, and they wanted us there, and we've got a relationship with them now, and there's a bunch of things in the works, and I have every, uh, every, uh Idea and chance, I think, to be able to get the new ballpark next year. Where we're already talking about it. Wow! So we can get a uh, uh, the new ballpark it would be unbelievable. But well, it is sad to to go to a beautiful field like that, knowing that we played literally the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, whatever. This last seven to fifteen games in that ballpark. Um, they have their last home stand this week, and it's they are not going to be playing baseball there ever again. So. Uh, it was pretty cool to be able to have that. and a bunch of Texas guys came in and we got some late sales. and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was absolutely fabulous. i it uh, you know it's the kind of event that you you sent out the survey and you wait for the the great quotes and the great this, and we'll be plastering the internet with that probably Wednesday. So hey, you,
2: uh, you weren't on with us last week, and you were in Cooperstown, right?
0: Um, the week before I was coming home, I had come home from Cooperstown on uh, last uh, uh, the week before, yeah which was another fun time. I mean, completely different. I mean, Cooperstown is, uh, you know, we can't offer what we had in Texas, but we still had a fabulous weekend. Had four teams and uh, good competition, and um, the weather was fabulous. We all went out every night. Yeah, it was another great time at Cooperstown, and they demolished their third-base bleacher grandstand, which was pretty dilapidated. I'm glad to see it gone, and are building a new one with... Uh, a press box type top a lot like a football single football you go to a high school football game and you see uh, you know one side's got the press gate you know the press upstairs and the scoreboard operating or whatever but they are adding locker rooms for the first time ever oh. underneath the building <laughs> so we are uh certainly going to be returning to Cooperstown next year and adding that wrinkle now uh to the uh program and uh in two weeks, I'm heading down for our last event of the year at the oldest park in America, Rickwood Field. So it's, yeah,
2: that's in Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. I've uh,
0: been very excited, but I am just thrilled with what happened in Texas. It was just from the clubhouse guys to all the players who came. It was great baseball, great baseball, and uh, there wasn't it wasn't a blemish. I mean, it wasn't a pimple in the in the puss. So it's uh, it's very it makes me feel damn good after all this time, I can you know we can still put something on that's special and and they went home with a smile, a big smile. I mean, we're all over Facebook right now, so I'm very happy about it.
2: That's fantastic. Scott, uh, uh, plate dot org is your your website. Uh, anybody that is interested in playing in an adult uh, baseball event, because it's really I call it a tournament, but it's really an event. It's uh, It's been a great experience for me whenever I've been able to be there. I've played several times with my son. It's a riot. Uh, To be on a major league quality field, get those true hops, hit a ball in the gap and have it it actually roll (laughs) or bounce rather than die in grass (laughs) that hasn't been cut in three weeks like we play on is pretty fantastic. And uh, I would recommend it to anyone who, you know, even guys who are softball players that would like that baseball experience, or gals, uh, you, you got to check it out. Playattheplate.org. And uh, we're going to run your promo right now, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, how about those cards?
0: How about sweeping them cubbies for the first time in a four-game series since 1921? <laughs> and I every game good. was great. Carpenter with a big clutch homer after they blew a lead, and then... Uh, Yachty and DeJong going back-to-back and on first pitches from Kimbrell, and we have clinched the playoff spot, and hopefully uh, we'll clinch the division and uh, bring on Atlanta Braves, which I think is going to be a very great season, and uh, hats off to Adam Wainwright, because he has just stepped it up. Got roughed up a little bit last night, but the guy signed a million-dollar contract with $9 million in incentives. Well, he made all his incentives, and awesome. uh, that kicked in, and uh, he has been absolutely fabulous, and I think they have the pitching. I think it will be just go to a three year, four man rotation. And I don't think Walker will be in the lineup in the starting rotation. But uh, I'm liking the Cardinals right now. I really am. And I'm also liking the Nationals to make it and win their playoff game. And I'm looking for them to upset the uh, Dodgers. I'm looking at the Cardinals, Whoa. Nationals, and LCS. You heard it here. <laughs>
2: first. Well, we are. We, I, I'm going to be pulling for the Cardinals uh, uh, based on their your team and their Dave Harville's team. That's yep. enough for me. And I'm also pulling for the Tigers in 2022. So, uh, <laughs> Scott, thanks for joining us today. Uh, and uh, let's, uh, let's show people what uh, play at the plate looks like. Thanks, guys. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. That announcer's good, isn't he? Is, he? Okay. he is. He's, oh, a, gotta, he's outstanding.
4: I was going to say, the voice guy's pretty good. I yeah. got to
2: do that. Did you see the, the Field of Dreams
3: is up there from Iowa? Yeah, that uh, that I is. I got to do it. That's mm-hmm.
2: in Iowa. He runs two weeks there in the summer. One is a father-son, at least that's what it was last year. Uh, the other is just a straight tournament. On no, uh, there. Straight I believe tournament. on one of the nights, they set up on the field and they play the movie. Oh, nice. That's it's really great. Now, Major League Baseball is going to set up a temporary, whatever that means, stadium on the other side I of the that. cornfield and have a Major League ball game there the, next yeah. year. Is the
4: Mets playing? Oh, the Mets, uh, or Yankees, Yankees. Yankees, Yankees and, White and White Sox. Yankees and White Sox. And no, Scott from Boston or New York?
2: Scott's from uh, New York. Yeah. He's from uh, Hampton Bays, yeah. but he is a huge hear Cardinal that. fan. I could see that.
4: Well, I heard. How can he not be a Yankee guy?
2: Uh, well, not everybody's a Yankee guy. <laughs> all right. You know, he's... Uh, he's. Uh, I don't know all of Scott's background, but I can tell you he puts on a really fantastic event because he is in love with the game of baseball. And you know, I put out this week on Twitter or someplace in answer to somebody who had uh, bought Tiger season tickets and people were making fun of her, and I said... Baseball is like church; many attend, few understand. Hmm. That's Leo Durocher's quote. I don't want to take credit it. for it, but I, I I think that's true. Baseball is one of those games that that grabs you, or it doesn't. And if it does, it won't let go. No, I, you know my wife doesn't make me watch Tiger games. I watch Tiger games with her. I say she makes me, but she doesn't. I I want to see. What these guys are doing, what what we have to look forward to in the future, and there's some bright spots, don't you think? Some, a little. With the Tigers, <laughs> not many outfielders uh, yeah. or uh, the double sluggers.
3: A, sluggers. The double A Erie teams is the real. Yeah, deal, well, speak, they, yeah, they speaking kept those of outfielders,
2: together. you know, Tigers, we're, we're going to put a spotlight on a guy who's who's uh, down on the farm. He's. Uh, He's in the Dominican uh, Summer League right yep. now, but he belongs. He's Tiger property at Nire, this point. Dare kill? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Jose we're, we're, De La Cruz. Yep.
1: What Seven, can you so tell He's a 17-year-old <laughs> international signing. Um, so right now he's been playing for Tigers, two, which is in the Dominican Summer League. Uh, 307 batting average and 931 OPS, 13 doubles, 5 triples, to go along with 11 home runs, 39 RBIs. Nice. Sixteen of twenty-four in stolen bases, and uh, while he strike out seventy-five times, he has walked eighteen. Yeah. Um, that I'm always still... that always balances out, as you, you said. He's seventeen. right? Yeah. That always balances <laughs> out. So you, he's, you look at that, that picture. A he's a little kid. You know? He yeah.
2: looks, looks like a, a so. yeah, like you said a little yeah. leaguer.
1: He's listed as a, a center fielder or designated hitter. I don't think I've ever seen a player listed specifically as a center <laughs> fielder. Or a designated hitter. Just for that league, though. If they're like D.A.s
2: next to your name, you're not very good <laughs> in the field, usually. <laughs> you know what we need to do, Ethan, is we're going to need to uh, look back on some of these people we've uh, we will. highlighted. Yeah. And see how they've progressed. We'll do that next year. Maybe we definitely. we can go back through who we highlighted and see where they are.
1: Well, and definitely spring training. Uh, you know, some of these guys may have a shot at cracking the, uh, not Jose de la Cruz, but other <laughs> players we've highlighted in past, they may have a shot at making the team right out of uh, out of spring training. Well, there's,
2: you know, we're, t- we're talking about young players. Uh, you and I, Corey also, we, we went to uh, Jimmy John's field mm-hmm. over in Utica mm-hmm. uh, f- a month or so ago. Uh, I got to throw out the first pitch. That was nice. I did that too. <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, and so did that eight or great. nine other people. <laughs> but uh, we had a great time and uh we've been kind of following you know some of these guys in the uspbl in fact uh the first
3: major leaguer now
2: yeah well. and that's who i wanted to mention yeah. randy Dobneck who yeah. pitched at uspbl what two years ago was uh, was signed by minnesota yeah. sent to wherever minnesota's a ball is ended up maybe he was in fort myers i don't know went to rochester he's now in the bigs got his first major league win this last week and and a real win the guy's about to get married th- this next week uh that that's that's a that's a credit to the it's a pretty the, good month to the it, it, he's this guy's a credit to the caliber of baseball being played mm-hmm. in this independent baseball league here in uh, utica michigan yeah.
3: well they get players from not only michigan but all over the country and all over the world that That come and play in this league, and it gives them a chance as a a young person, maybe a second chance for a lot of them, too, to try to break in to, you know, professional baseball.
2: Well, when Joe was in high school, uh, uh, the varsity pitching coach uh, played, Josh Mason. Was a pitcher at uh, Jimmy Johns. I don't know if he still is or not. I think they only allow you to play there for two years. It's a yeah. It it's kind, kind of, of a showcase I mean, it's league. Age
3: 24 or 26 max, something like that as well. You can only yeah, play up to a certain age. It's an
1: independent league, um, kind of like what they got down in at the Lake Erie Crushers, where uh, it's in Avon, Ohio. That's where the Mid American Conference baseball tournament always takes place. That is kind of the same setup. It's an independent uh, league. But the only different thing about Jimmy John's versus other independent leagues that I've seen and heard of, Jimmy John's is the only one I've ever heard where all four teams play in one facility rather than travel and play against other teams. I would imagine that's going to expand over time. I hope so. They said
4: they were going to build new stadiums like Jimmy John's, but I don't know if it's happened yet. I know Andy Appleby has done a great job putting that league together and mm-hmm. its first class as far as uh, the you know you go there and... Your family's going to have a great time. They have a wiffle ball court. They have an amusement yeah. area. I mean, they
3: have JJ the, the bat dog. JJ it's, the bat dog. He's only, I think, one of two permanent bat dogs in the entire. And that is cool ex- is that? minor league. My well, kids would now. love
1: that. We, we did get a chance to see JJ <laughs> during the game. I did. We a story also on JJ's so got cute. a chance when Corey was filming, and uh, we hear this knock on the window behind us, and so we all turn around, and Corey misses the perfect chance to record a Grand Slam. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of the mascots coming through the different suites to visit, and all I remember Corey saying was, why do you have to show up just now? Because Corey was waiting for that perfect moment to get some good footage and some good photos, and...
2: Well, we were treated. (laughs) We We were treated royally by Mr. Appleby we when we were there. And what a, what, a, what a promoter. As we're walking out of the stadium, not just us, everybody that's going out, yep. this one gate that leads to most
1: of the parking, he's there shaking everybody's hand. Oh, and the, the other you, gates, they were handing out a bunch of Dunham's coupons, too. Could so. you
2: imagine another owner in almost any sport? Standing there shaking everybody's hand as they're leaving the venue. Maybe no. Bill Vec back in the day. That's yeah, about it. Yeah. I play, I play, I don't want to, I should say this, but I'm going to. I play with a guy in MSBL who happens to be um, vertically challenged. Yeah. And uh, every time I'm he right comes, here, I'm right here. No, it's not you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> every, every time this guy comes up, and he's a great guy, he's a decent ball player, I just think of Eddie Goodell. Yeah. You know, this. This little what was guy, was, he really or what was his number? Was uh, he really that short? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was a little person, and he. My, our guy isn't. He's taller than Goodell, but he reminds me of that when he's batting. How do you throw this guy a strike? You know, I, I have trouble throwing strikes to guys who are six four. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Bill Vec. What, what a. And of course, Bill Vec will always be remembered for. Disco demolition. Disco right?
1: demolition, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to a story we kind of passed over earlier All in right. our rundown, and that was um, Vladimir Guerrero and uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and a comment that was made that now has been taken out of context and he has clarified in the last few days of what he actually meant. Uh, there was a tweet that was put out where it was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. saying that he has never lifted weights before. He has never really truly worked out in that fashion, but this offseason he's going to and help him compete for that uh, starting third base job. So recently that has that statement has been clarified a little bit better because the guy is already a beast. The guy is strong as strong can be, has a ton of power. Mm-hmm. Here's what he had to say. He does. He says, I do a lot of flipping tires, a lot of conditioning, throwing, hitting, running. But in the Dominican Republic, he hasn't. He never weight lifted. While he's been with an American team, like the uh, or a MLB team, like he is with Toronto, he has been weightlifting. So his clarification was that he's going to be doing weightlifting in the off season when he's not in with the ball club. He'll still be doing it and. Adding that to his routine, where it was never a part of his off-season routine before.
2: Well, it was it was kind of taboo at one time in baseball to to do a lot of weightlifting. Right, tightens you up too much. Yeah, uh, and uh, Sparky had a problem with Lance over that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was, you know, you shouldn't be lifting weights, Lance. You're gonna it's gonna slow your swing down, whatever. And I heard I heard an interview uh, with Lance Parrish. I don't know when it was. I caught it on one of the radio stations where he said he said he said sparky knows i was right yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was right and and if you if you're in a uh, high school or a college program today those guys are lifting yeah and they're 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 getting big well
1: and they're and they're but they're also alternating which day is lifting, or I should say strengthening which part. So, some, you know, you're going to have your leg days. You're going to have your uh, upper body days. You're going to have strictly your just conditioning days with no weight lifting in the weight room.
2: We should get a trainer on because I uh, I think guys like Ed and, and me who, who are still trying to play. And lifting. You guys are lifting. Uh, well, we, we work out. Yeah. I yeah, work we're... out.
4: I but gonna, I don't,
2: I, I'm I sure gonna say I, you were, I don't do that? things right. Yeah, I, I smoked one off, off Ethan yeah. uh, this week. Felt great. I heard you but, almost took his head off. Yeah, it uh, hit him in the head. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Felt great. <laughs> but if if we had somebody, uh, you know, like these guys have that really, like, I, I can tell. A day after I really worked my legs, I've got, of course, I'm old, but still, I've got that, that <laughs> lactic acid buildup. Mm-hmm that I need to figure out better ways to get rid of it. I try to drink a lot of water. I, I try to walk it off, whatever. But I'm sure there are better ways to condition. And you have to condition. I don't care what you do. If you're, I don't care if you're a bowler. And you bowl once a week. I bowled the other
4: night, and I could barely walk the next day.
2: <laughs> right. But if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna do that regularly, and you're gonna do it really well, you've got to be in some kind of condition to do that. I am mm-hmm. in condition. I'm in bad condition. <laughs> bad condition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, on Facebook this week asked uh, if if bowling was a sport. Damn right it is. And I my answer. It's a game. And maybe somebody can can email it's us and thing. we'll talk about it next it's a game. week. <laughs> Uh, is bowling a sport and my answer is it's only a sport if you can cheer for it and they cheer for bowling you can be rolling that ball and people yeah, are yelling absolutely in golf that's an event that's not a sport well, because hold, people, hold on, cannot, people cannot people <laughs> cannot talk After the, the same ball thing is with golf. Tennis. Club the same thing with tennis it's an event it's not a sport it's only a sport if you can take the pressure of the fans <laughs> screaming at oh hold on that's T- my time theory.
1: out time out hold on so so at the US open <laughs> When when, when the rallies are going back and forth and you hear the fans going, ooh, ah, and kind of cheering at some of these. Not kind of cheering. It's deafening in there. They
2: cannot cheer while the guy is serving. Correct. While the guy
1: guy is serving. But during the rally, they can be cheering. So you can't. Although you do love the one Australian guy who every time he was getting ready to serve kept kept getting into it with... uh, the fans in the front row. Okay. Well, isn't it amazing that you can't cheer when a guy's serving,
3: you can't cheer when a guy is about to hit the golf ball, but when a pitcher's okay. on the mound, when a kicker is kicking a field goal, you know, any pressure situation like that, no problem. You can distract any way you want. You can do anything. My point me.
2: exactly. We need to have that on more often.
3: <laughs> well, well but, seriously, but, but I, I play I, tennis. I, I, I tr- play golf. Tr- I play baseball. I truly baseball, believe
1: and... tennis is a sport. Oh, God, yes. Golf is. Of golf is a sport and i don't pe- think people realize how much actual training some of these golfers do well have you seen brooks to make sure that he's like a, you know, so here's same, like a tank Here, here's another example there is no golf cart in pga no you do not take a golf cart anywhere <laughs> what was his name bobby something who played chess bobby
2: uh um oh my god anyway angel well that's you know a mind name? sport okay You can't talk when the guy's figuring out his chess. Bobby Fisher. Bobby Fisher. Thank you, Angel. You can't talk when the guy's figuring out. So that's not a sport. That's an event. That proves my point. Mm. It's an event. It's not a sport. You know, we'll cover cover this another week because I'm not
1: comparing chess with tennis and bowling. I'm not. There, there's no, not happening. Anything to get you riled. That's know. right, you can't
3: talk, by the way, well, when a bowler's approaching the either. Sure so you,
1: can. No, you No, can't. Not you can't. No, not till can. the ball is thrown. They changed oh, that they, rule they, a
4: few years
2: ago.
1: Yeah. Did like, they? Because when they, 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 they wanted to watch bowling a while.
3: They wanted to make it more exciting, so he allowed they? you okay.
1: to
4: cheer.
3: I'll have to try and, uh, yeah. some of that professional bowling sometimes. Well, here,
2: it's we've now while. moved to the... To the Past the stupidity <laughs> that I brought up, to the most important
1: thing. Before we get on to that, show. can I bring something up? No, no. Okay, what producer What is the most so, important so thing? So I, I want to bring up something that I'm looking at on MLB.com. So they put out recently uh, what their breakdown is for who should win MVP, who should win Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year for each league. Mm-hmm. So they they got Trout in the AL. Where do I you disagree? Th- in the top five, where do you think they put DJ LeMahieu? Two four. Wow, they put him fifth He's behind bad. behind Xander Bogart's Marcus Semien, Alex Bregman, Mike Trout. Lemay was second in the um, entire major league. Yeah. Mike, Mike Trout thirty six first place votes. Alex Bregman would, would have one first place vote for the uh, NL MVP. It's Bellinger, and in my opinion, that's a great call, and it doesn't hurt that uh, Christian Yelich is out. out for the year. Right. Uh, A.L. Cy Young, they got Verlander over Besting goal 24 first-place votes versus 11. Uh, Shouldn't even be that close. N.L. Cy Young. Hyunjin <laughs> well, H- H- Ryu was leading it the whole year, and now I'm he's in more. third place, according to this, behind Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. Hmm. That's oh.
4: close. That NL is a little If you
1: look at the, the, the stats got. between Cole and Verlander, though. How many wins is there? It <laughs> it's Cole? about uh, even. Cole's
3: got what, 18, Eighteen and five and for Cole. Have. Twenty, 20 and six for Verlander. He, he owned, so one less loss, two more wins for Verlander. or one more loss, two more wins for Verlander. Yeah. The ERA's are almost identical. The whip is almost identical. And the strikeouts are almost identical. Wow. The only, I mean they're the same
1: picture right now. The only thing that Cole and verlander got the name maybe. is uh, well, and I mean the fact is the only Longevity. thing that Verlander or Cole leads, Cole leads Verlander in right now is strikeouts. But Verlander yeah, also has like 12, the most, most innings pitched of any player in. And he's also major got a no hitter right to his name so, this year. Yeah, yeah. And I hate it when people say, "Well, that shouldn't set him apart." No, that does set your resume for that season apart. I don't care that you know Cole has struck out 300 guys and Verlander hasn't. Two ninety four. <laughs> you know, if you can pitch a no hitter. That goes right up there when I'm looking at a Cy Young candidate. I don't care that, you know, he could have a fifteen and six record, fifteen and seven and have, you know, ten no decisions throughout the year. But if you got that no hitter and still has that ERA, that whip, that strikeout percentage I still put him up there uh, against Cole and possibly still have him best in Cole. He's, he's but,
4: been robbed a couple of times from yeah. the Cy Youngs. So let him win this year because he's really. He's
1: yeah, he has.
2: Houston's really got it rough to
1: him.
3: They, do. they don't
2: know which guy to choose. You'll yeah. get a mean
3: tweet from uh, Kate Upton if he, don't, if he
2: doesn't you get that Cy <laughs> Young. So. They got two well, Cy Youngs. I don't know that Rick Porcello Canada. deserved Look, that Cy we, Young. Uh, we have not. to get to what, I, in my opinion, the most important part of the show. Dying to know what that is. And I think this would be. This would be Mr. Mazaway's most important part of the show. And I hear they have pretty good food at uh, at B-1. At G1, yeah, they do. In Sunday. Kego Arbor, I've never do. been there. i got to try it out. Come on not by.
3: Not Kego, but B-1. So yeah, come on our, uh, Is it by the lodge? Or where is yeah, it? yeah, it's not it's, far, uh, far It's right? on I mean, Cass
2: Lake Road, yep. just north of uh, Orchard Lake Road, right okay. by okay. Cass Lake. Yeah. Yep.
1: And Tom's going to be
2: there Sunday.
1: Okay. Come so, on and see us. 11 a.m. You by, come at 10. Our two foods this week, I'm currently... Come courtesy of the Frisco Rough Riders. So that's going to be our first food. That's not San Francisco. That is Texas. Frisco, Texas. And then our second item is coming from the Wilmington Blue Rocks. So the first item is the Rudy's Loaded Brisket Baked Potato. Oh. So this comes from Dr. Pepper Ballpark. Mm. So, I what love this baked is, potatoes. I love this <laughs> is a uh, baked potato split open, topped with cheese sour cream. And to prove that everything really is bigger in Texas, they put a ginormous amount of chopped brisket on top, oh. and then uh, we—you have the choice of two different kinds of sauces: original or sissy. Sissy mm-hmm. be the mild. That's what yeah. I take. Yeah, I'm, I'm I not love the—I love the name though. Original or, or sissy? sissy. <laughs> no yeah. in between. Mm-hmm. You're either original or you're a sissy. Okay. I'm a sissy. Hey, so it looks it looks really good. It really does. It does, and that's, but that, that's the I'm, next I'm hope, one. Yeah, that's, uh, that's that our next like item. That looks like a glaze. So oh that's my the Sweeney that's Donut a, Dog. Yeah, and the Sweeney Donut Dog is a hot dog inside a traditional glazed donut bun with mm. bacon and raspberry jelly Ew. drilled on top. Um, and it's actually been a twitter sensation and has been mentioned on media outlets such as good morning america usa today and now baseball. Yeah. What, are they, what are they
4: talking about diabetes? Where can I get about? that? Seriously? Uh, that trip. is
1: uh, at Frawley Stadium, That's home Wilmington, of the Delaware? Wilmington Blue Rocks in Wilmington, Delaware. I've never wanted to go to Delaware but now I do. <laughs> well, it looks it, it looks okay. I could take a bite. Well, you don't know, you need I, to have a veggie hot dog or veggie? Yeah, vegan dog. Yeah, I'd hot have dog. to take the bacon off, I guess.
3: <sighs> I can't. I mean, that's like potato chips. I can't just have one bite, or one know, chip. <laughs> I got to have that whole thing. I did
1: see
2: Dr. Berman last oh, my week. Goodness. He would not approve of me eating that. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you have to splurge. Well, uh, I, I actually like the brisket one better. That looked oh, like, I love brisket. That looked that looked like a meal. That mm-hmm. baked potato. That's healthy.
1: As if Corey was here, you know what <laughs> Corey would be saying. Why are you doing this to me? Now I need to go get food.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty hungry I can't myself. Well, uh, we need to have a cooking show here on NRM uh, uh, Streamcast.com. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to wrap this up here. Uh, thank you, Ed, for being on today. Tom, we look forward to seeing your show. It's going to be streaming on uh, Sunday at 11 here on NRM Streamcast. Yes, sir. Live right up. Ethan, good job. We miss you, Corey. And this is Just Monticello saying, Let's play two.